Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, this is uh Mel Viper, draft analyst. Um I don't know what crap Bruce Sports is. I don't know why I got this number. Somebody told me I was calling into the Colin Cowherd show to give my draft analyst on Thursday night's draft and this weekend's draft, and somehow I got you schmucks. Um, anyway, uh, what? Three years? They've been around for three years? All right, you schmucks. Congratulations on three years. Hopefully you make it three more. And let me know when you're important enough to have me on your show. I'll give you all my draft analysis. All right, later. Three years. And you forgot to turn on the mic before you said it. <laughs> Nobody caught it. Thanks for pulling it out, you jerk. I'm not. A, I'm not. Three sorry. years. It's of been three years. Sports. Cheers, my friend. Cheers, man. I don't have my. You don't even have your beer, dude. I have a lot of stuff to get ready over here, man. You got it. Joe's not here. Three year anniversary. Joe's not here. Joe doesn't even show up to our own party. Um, Nobody is. They're all watching no. the draft. They're or all watching Avengers, Endgame. Yeah. They're all preparing themselves for Game of Thrones. It's the worst time to have a three-year this anniversary. Is the, this is the Christmas birthday of uh, anniversary of shows right sports. here. But uh, we're here. We don't care. <laughs> it's three years, and we're glad you're listening whenever you're listening. I am so pumped, man, that we have made it this far. We have tons to get to tonight. Uh, we're going to give you some draft reactions throughout the night. And just like that, the Niners have drafted my man, Nick Wilson. Oh, they got Bosa? All there right, good is. for them. There you go. All right, <laughs> Niners taking Bosa. That should help them out quite a bit. Um, uh, any players would help us out quite a bit, to be honest with you. That's a fair point. We need warm bodies in San Francisco. Uh, big shout-out to Mel Viper Jr. If you guys were listening to Scout Team Radio this morning on 12 Ounce Sports, uh, you heard Mel in studio with Chris America. He couldn't get, uh, couldn't get a call in, so he popped into the studio. Shout-out Mel Viper for leaving the voicemail and the uh, congratulations message. Really appreciate it. This is Craft Root Sports. Uh, Scott, uh, would you care to tap this keg of sports knowledge? Sure. You pump, I will pour. Deal! Uh, man, I'm super pumped. Nailed it. We, uh, yeah, well, uh, we did something. And we've got a, a new logo to debut for our third New logo. You can catch it right down there in the corner. Shout uh, out to Tank. Yes, Tank Mansfield coming through with the, uh, the new logo. One that we got so much crap for our logo in the past where it was like, what is that even? And nobody got the joke that it was a reference to... Um, Buffalo Wild Wings and the chicken and the, the buffalo and the, the even the text was the same. Uh, so we commissioned Tank to uh, hook us up with the new logo that 
better illustrates the uh, the show with uh, the craft beer and the sports. And I think Tank nailed it. So shout out Tank Mansfield. Uh, Who if you also guys called need, in? Tank did leave we've us got, a voicemail. Voicemails Tons from, of voicemails from, from, from across the three years. Guests, this is like the fans. This is like the end game of anniversary shows. If you've been listening for the last three years, you're going to enjoy everybody that we've had we had call in and leave us voicemails because we told them leave a voicemail roast us. <laughs> and so sight unseen, we're going to see how this goes. Cause we that's the thing. We didn't listen. No to idea what people have said. Uh, so we're hearing them when you hear them. and you will get our honest to goodness reactions to these. Uh, I have a feeling the explicit flag is going to flip really quickly. Once and we get into might these might not be because of you. <laughs> so that's like, we've already gone longer than we did last week. That's true. We'll 104 that. seconds. Mookie timed it last week. I went 104 seconds before I slipped up and uh, <laughs> dropped. Uh, I think I said the S word and that was it. Uh, but anyways, let's get into Would You Rather because we have so much to get to. So, Scott, right. I will go ahead and do that for you while I uh, pour this beer. And Would You Rather comes directly from our uh, the draft edition. Uh, we're watching the draft. The draft is on. It's going on. And you're either watching that and ignoring us or you've got one eye on the draft and one ear on us. Either way. Um, but we figured why not go on ahead with the drafting question. So we're asking would you rather be a high round draft pick who busts out early on? We're thinking Jamarcus Russell style there. Yep. Or would you rather be a low round pick who has a successful career, but it's unspectacular, and then you just kind of fade into obscurity? Not Hall of Fame. You just sort of you linger. Just, you're you're just, a lingerer. You're just a guy. Yeah, you don't you don't start. Yeah. You're you're just on the team maybe, for several years. And you, maybe you bounce around. Oh yeah. You're the guy that of, always gets the free agent yeah. deals, but the, the you're you're the girlfriend, never never yep. the marriage. You're the material. one that gets picked up uh before uh, off season OTA and it's like Oh, that guy. I remember him. Yeah. How come this guy never signs a long-term deal? Mm, that's right. He plays He doesn't four, have any off the field stuff. He plays four snaps a game. That's why. That's <laughs> that's the dude we're talking about. But you play forever. You you just linger Ooh, on in the league forever. Frankie wants to know, does this make Craft Brood Sports a Christmas show? Oh, that's, uh, I mean, I, I guess so. According to the rules of most of these idiots, <laughs> yeah, we're in there. We've become officially a Christmas show. There it is. Well, get your votes in. Cast those votes uh, on. Do we have it on Twitter? Do we get it up on Twitter? We time? do have it on Twitter. All right. We get have it on those, Twitter and Facebook. Get those votes in on Twitter at Craft Sports or on our Facebook page. Uh, before we get into our beer, let's get uh, another voicemail from uh, a friend of the show here who uh, who called us. Yeah, it's your boy, Chris America, coming to you on a recorded message from <laughs> Radio. wanted to say congratulations, guys, on making it three years. Um, very proud of you guys. Love the show. Love that we connected. Love that we are, um, you know, just love it all. Love it, love it, love it. I like it a lot. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just driving home from work forward. Finally decided to call you guys. Uh, congratulations again. Cincy sucks. Um, the Braves suck. But I still love you guys. And, yeah, I'm sure maybe I'll call again when I have more important things to say. Because I'm all out now. Peace. <laughs> Chris America from Scout Team Radio. Uh, really, really Re- driving the point home. Reminding uh, me that the Braves suck. <laughs> well done. Thank you, Chris America. Uh, shout out, Chris America. Tune in and catch him on Scout Team Radio Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. right here on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. 
Uh, let's get into this beer that we are drinking today. Uh, and as always, wait, I got to hit I gotta hit sound cues. That's what I got to do. Yes, because this is our beer of the week, and it's brought to you. Where is Joe? This is, oh, man. gosh. This is, a, this is First Pour, and it's brought to you by Dugout Mugs. We've got the hookout just for you. The just hookout? go on to Dugout. Yeah, the hookout. <laughs> Check out that hookout. Get that hook out. It's like a button hook, only different. It's a hook out. Just go to dugoutmugs.online slash craft for 20% off your entire order, and that's all you got to do. No putting in a code. Just use the link. That's dugoutmugs.online slash craft at dugoutmugs.com, and you'll get 20% off on your order added directly to it just from going through the link. Good people, good products. Uh, <laughs> We're using them right now. The Easter Bunny brought my wife one of their wine mugs, uh, one of their or my, wine bats, I guess I should say. That Easter Bunny is a hell of a guy or a girl. They, yeah, they, they kind of know what they're doing. He All right. knows what the ladies like. <laughs> this week's Beer of the Week, Villainous Vic. It's a double IPA from Odd 13 Brewing in Lafayette, Colorado. 8.0% ABV right up our alley, right where we like to land around that 8% range. This is how Tavor sold us on this one. Dank papaya, succulent mango. Uh, it's got Vic Secret and Azeka hops. Two types of oats in the mash mm. for that ultra soft mouthfeel. We uh, know. Yes. We know how we love our mouthfeel on this show. This is uh, this is the show of mouthfeels. Yeah. <laughs> so, Scott, you really love your mouthfeel. How's this mouth feeling after your first sips on this one? My mouth feels great. My mouth is happy. I uh, I enjoy this one right off thing. Um, another another IPA that I just it nails it. Uh, we don't have any debates over how to pronounce papaya. There is only one that uh, papaya. way to pronounce papaya. I just tried to pronounce it punaya, but whatever. <laughs> That's just you know my tongue too fat for my mouth. I'm getting my Shannon Sharp on. I'm really really motivated here by this you NFL that big draft, old bow tie. Like, whoa 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 whoa. Um, but yeah, this is good right off the bat. I enjoy this one. So uh, we'll we'll see. It's not too strong on any of the flavors. No, it's like it's definitely uh, uh, dank. They were not lying when they mm-hmm. said it was dank. It's a super dank brew, um, but it's a good one off the bat. I, I had a little bit too much foam in my pour the first pour here, but uh, I'm digging it. I'm digging the flavors that I'm getting on this one, and I think this one will end up being a consumer. I mean, let's face it. We hardly ever can a beer. It takes a lot to can a beer for us now. That's why it's notable if you ever go back and listen to our history in the three years that we've done this show. If there is ever a beer that both of us said no to, heck, even if one of us said no to, it's very notable episode. Yeah, and and we, uh, yeah, I don't even know if there has been an episode where we both can a beer. Has there? Yeah, there's there, there's only been about a handful, like maybe three or four in the entire three years Jeez. that we've done this. But I, there, there have been some where we think, and that's why it's, it stands out where it's like, Oh no, 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 this beer is bad enough that we both canned it. And I think if I remember correctly, there was a couple of them that it, it came down to this beer is just okay. And the reason why we're both canning it is because it's too expensive for it to just uh, be okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't even necessarily that the beer wasn't all that. It was just, uh, we're not paying that much for it. So. Right. <laughs> we, <laughs> we got your back. We if, wouldn't pay if, for that again. Yeah. If, <laughs> if we wouldn't get it again, we're not going to tell you otherwise. So there you go. Uh, Villainous Vic, we will see how this one holds up. I think you guys can already tell how this one's going to hold up. Let's get another voicemail in here. Uh, let's go to the other half of Scout Team Radio. Our good buddy Loudbeard, Loudbeard. left us uh, left, left us a couple messages. I'm kind of interested to hear. I, I always got nervous when multiple messages came in from the same person. So this Ooh. this should be interesting to hear 
what Loudbeard has to say. Hey, this is Loudbeard. I was just calling for Mike Scott and that other guy. Uh, <laughs> you guys are hitting a three-year anniversary. Pretty, pretty admirable there. You guys are doing an awesome job. I just, I want to know how does a show with a segment called Motherfucker of the Week? Oh, wait a second! Wait a second! Flip the flag! <laughs> Flip the flag! Loudbeard! Loudbeard taking the motherfucker of the week crown. Uh, <laughs> taking it right away from you. He he is the first one to flip. The flag has been flipped. Parental advisory. And that's the first ever coming at that's you. That's the first ever guest induced. Yes. Oh man, Loudbeard <laughs> coming in hot with so, the. So uh, go back, go back to where he said motherfucker. Let's let's start a let's start for start okay. Let's start. Let's just start it back a little yeah. bit here. Hang on. Let's okay. I want to know how does a show with a segment called Motherfucker of the Week try to be a clean show you guys suck at being clean just fucking forget about it and be done with it and just continue on being motherfuckers like you all are and i would have loved to have been in that brainstorming session when you guys were sitting there like all right we got the the ugliest mugs in radio let's make it a facebook live show that's exactly what the fans want they want to see us every thursday night this will be great we love it I'm just fucking with you guys. You guys are great. <laughs> three years. You're awesome. Keep it going. A cake donut is neither a cake nor a donut. Just keep that in mind. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Oh. You all wear unitards, so you don't need to button up, button down, zip up, button first, or do any of that shit. So just remember, you're awesome. Keep it up. Loudbeard. Uh, that was message. That was message one. Hang on. There's a. There's another uh, one. Okay. Good. I hope you redeem yourself. And one more thing. Scott, if you really think that some 41 is better than Blink-182, you're worse than that asshole that threw the bag of baby puppies in a dumpster. <laughs> and I'm serious. Damn. Harsh. Hang on. Uh, one more from Loudbeer the King. Oh, okay. And one more thing. Mike, I still have nightmares about you wearing that damn mermaid outfit. I think you gave me eye herpes. I wake up every morning in a cold sweat with a raging throner because of you. <laughs> Not cool, man. Loudbeard uh, from Scout Team Radio. Hot. Fantastic voice. Thank you, Loudbeard. Thank you for and dropping those. I do. Buttons. I do think some for it. I, I was never a really big Blink-182 guy. And Blink-182 fans get really in their feels about it. So it was more just to take a shot. I didn't know that Loudbeard was a Blink-182 guy that I said it. I just <laughs> said how I felt. I was never a Blink-182 guy. I'd rather listen to Sum 41. So, yeah, I do actually believe it. So I think, I think I'd take Sum 41 over Blink-182. Yeah. I, I, All right, cool. it's, yeah, it's pretty solid. All right, let's get into <laughs> Upper Deck. And Upper Deck, as always, brought to you by Minuteman Tickets. Look, you guys know Minuteman. We've talked about them for how long now? They're good Ohio dudes, just like us. They love sports. They're not going to screw you over. Any of your ticketing needs, whether you're looking for football, baseball, hockey, theater, rib cook-offs, Taco trucks, whatever. They've got it all. Hit them up, MinutemanTickets.com, or give them a call, 614-943-3000, and avoid all of those fees. That's 614-943-3000. Tell them you heard about them on Craft Brood Sports. Definitely. And we're moving right on into uh, one of this show's least favorite people, and that's Aubrey. Uh, If you don't know who that is, look (laughs) it up. But the Aubrey curse has become mainstream, and we're here for it all the way. Uh, Last night was the uh, night before the draft. And uh, Chris America, he's he's a Panthers fan, and his Panthers 
They were the latest to get on on the uh, the Aubrey Kirsch joke, as it will be. Um, they they tweeted out and uh, they they put up an Instagram photo of Aubrey, and he was it was from the night that he wore all of the playoff teams logos oh, yeah. on his shirt. Yeah, but they had went on ahead and superimposed every team in the league except for the Panthers logo onto his shirt. Um, <laughs> really funny, and the photo said had a quote on there that said, "For everyone who believes in the Drake curse, good luck tomorrow." And then they had six crying laughing emojis. Uh, it was also captioned, worth a shot. So shout out to the Panthers for trying to curse the rest of the NFL into having a bad draft. I think that's by a using great Aubrey. plan. That's a great plan. But it doesn't Solid. work. It doesn't work unless he actually does it. And I, yeah. I feel like that's where they're messing, messing up on this one. Like you can't just superimpose other teams on there and make it look like Drake cheered for him. It's basically he's got to actually cheer for him to curse him. Did you see after the Raptors game, he did a press conference? Yes, And he I was did. like, we're going to talk about the curse now? Okay, good. We're done. <laughs> Completely ignoring that he was at the Maple Leafs game when they lost and got eliminated from the playoffs. Right. Uh, so I can't wait for the Raptors to go down in this next round. And I also just want to point out. Trust the process. The Drake curse is real. I was just going to say, bro, it's real. The fact that you're acknowledging it in a press conference right. means that it's real. And the fact that it's a first-round win, bro. Like, you can't celebrate a first-round win and be like, there it is. The curse is broken. No, you've you've gotten past the first round before. You, you lost to the Cavs in the second round last year. Like, this isn't... We're not saying you lose every time you get in the playoffs. It's just that you don't win championships. You are cursed. Right. They're losing to the Sixers. It's going to happen. And most importantly... Don't nobody give a damn about no Drake night. I couldn't find the drop. I, that's fine. I, I figured you couldn't, and so I was yeah. like, all right, I got you. Uh, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. No problem. Uh, let's go to a little football news since uh, the draft is on right now. Russell Wilson just inked his massive contract. Uh, and like all good quarterbacks do, Russell Wilson decided to take care of his O-line. He gave every single offensive lineman on Seattle $12,000 in Amazon stock, uh, which... There's people giving him some flack for this, saying it's not that nice of a thing to do. I think that's the best way. He, he accompanied each one with a note that said, you've invested in me, that's helped me get this contract, and here's me investing in you, and gave them this stock. Uh, so I, I think it's actually a really cool move on his part. Uh, you kind of gave the the Scott Kaiser... No. I like this move, but I don't want to give uh, the Seattle Seahawks or Russell Wilson any type of props. That's my. That was my. That's fair. I want to hate, but I really can't face. Yeah, this is a really cool move. I mean, usually you hear about quarterbacks or running backs in the past who have a big year and they take uh, their offensive lineman out for really nice steak dinners and stuff. You know, that's a few hundred bucks, a few thousand. You know, right. after you tally, you tally up all of it or whatever, and that's a very nice gesture. Nobody's you know putting their nose up at that, but. Give me stock all day long. Yes. Give me stock of a company like Amazon for, you know, like, like that's a very good look. And hats off to Russell Wilson. Hope that he s- doesn't succeed anymore the rest of his career. <laughs> but, you know, hats off to him for this move. I think it's cool. I'd, I'd gladly take, especially, like, Amazon stock. That's, that's some baller stock right there. It's not like some chunky little piddly stock that's not going to earn anything this is amazon this is bezos baby that's making money tip the cap russell wilson yeah moving on (laughs) (laughs) this is my favorite absolute favorite story of the week i love Uh, when we cram these into the middle too the the, when our favorite stories are the the favorite story in the middle of the week uh oh wow (laughs) they're the raiders the raiders just raided it oh my gosh wait hang on colin farrell they took 
the defensive end from Clemson. That was their big surprise. <laughs> that was Clear the one that they, they booted out all the scouts. Clear out the scouts. We don't want this getting out. We're taking a defensive end from Clemson. I mean, don't get me wrong. Farrell's a great player, but... He was not projected dude, to go top 10 by about anyone. You got rid of Khalil Mack, and you're, you're replacing it with Farrell from Clemson? Come on. Oh, God, I love the Raiders. They are so stupid. Yeah. Just the dumbest of dumb. Mayock and Gruden are just made for each other. No, that uh, that's that's so Raiders, but we'll get to more as, uh, as the night goes on. But anyway, okay, so we talked about it. Magic Man, he just abruptly announced out of nowhere, hold this press conference that he was stepping down as the president of the Lakers. And we thought, super bizarre. That doesn't make any sense. There's got to be more to it. Turns out there is more to it. And it's as hilarious as we hoped it would be. So, according to ESPN's Rick Buecher, uh, owner Jeannie Buss and general manager Rob Palenka uh, exchanged emails. And, obviously, they also CC Magic Johnson, being the team president, on a lot of these emails. Only problem is, some of these emails, they didn't mean to CC <laughs> Magic Johnson Isn't on. that the biggest, like, fear in corporate America is they're yeah. like, oh, I hit reply all shit. No. Oh, shit. Can I retrieve it? <laughs> but Jeannie unknowingly, apparently, CC'd Magic on a exchange of emails between her and Rob where they were basically talking shit about uh, Magic, <laughs> saying that they weren't very happy about the job he was doing and disappointed in the moves he was making or not making. And so Magic saw these emails and basically did the equivalent of the NBA. I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. <laughs> saw the emails and that's why we now all know why he mentioned something about backstabbing and all of that. And he well, it totally makes it. sense now why he didn't even tell Bus first. Why he just was like, yeah, by the way, I'm out of here. I'm done. Uh, he told everybody else first. Never mentioned anything to her. It's because, oh, you're you're talking shit. Right. Yeah. No, my no wonder he didn't say anything to Right. It's like here's the here's the bird. I'm out. Uh, see you later. <laughs> so great. Uh, I love that story. I love the petty of magic. Like looking back at it now, it's like, no, good for you, man. I'm glad you went out like that, Ben. Yeah, that's well done. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's get into some weird news. Uh, crushing through upper deck. This is exactly what we had to do with all these exactly, boys. I, I appreciate it. Uh, Merriam-Webster. They released their new words to the dictionary this week, uh, and there were some sports terms that made the cut. Uh, the Oche, which is the line that you have to stand behind in darts, that's now officially a word in the dictionary. Uh, heart stopper, referring to, of course, a, a close game. Swole is now an actual word in the dictionary. <laughs> Good, so when I use it to describe myself... Right, you're not a douchebag. I'm, you're, you're, I'm not lying anymore right. either. It's like, when, it's yeah. dictionary acceptable. It's the, Mer Ask Merriam and or Webster, because I, it is in there. Ladies, I am swole. <laughs> this show makes me swole. Uh, <laughs> in all the right places. Tommy John surgery is now officially a, a, an entry into the dictionary. Uh, how is that just now getting around I, to that that's one? That's what I was Tommy John's like, thing Yeah. That's, I don't understand how that Dr. one Dr. James just... Andrews is like, I've been making money off of a fake word for years. Uh, that's officially in there. And garbage time is also now an official entry in the dictionary. Uh, referring it's to, also a favorite um, of mine. Yeah. I'm swole, but only in garbage time. <laughs> yes. Uh, here's some I, of the I other... can flex in garbage time, baby. <laughs> here's some of the other 640 words that were made uh, into the dictionary. There's a second definition uh, second definition of the word snowflake, which if you've been on Facebook since the election, you already know what that uh, that term is. And I, I because of our awful political situation in this country, everybody already knows what snowflake is. On brand 
is now officially a dictionary definition. And we've been using that a lot, so I'm glad. Ahead of the curve, baby. Yeah, we, Ahead we, of the we, curve. We actually phoned that one in. We were like, hey, <laughs> could you add on brand so that we don't seem douchey? Peak. Peak is now on there. A height of popularity, uh, reaching your peak. That is now a definition. And my new favorite word that has been added to the dictionary, Stan. And if you don't know what this is about, Stan refers to... Have you been living under a rock? There are people that might not know. There are people that might not know. Mm. But Stan refers to uh, an overly emotional, overly invested fan in somebody. And it refers to the Eminem song, Stan. Uh, But this is used a lot with LeBron fans. Everybody calls him LeBron Stans. And it is... The greatest. Uh, this actually, I think what really made this take off was the Machine Gun Kelly Eminem beef because that's when everybody started throwing out Eminem stands and it really like took over in uh, people's lexicon. And that's when it started branching out to other types of fandom as well. So now if you want to call somebody a stan, dictionary approved. It's if you look up Stan, does it see it's a C Dick Rider? Oh, maybe. Yeah. No, that'll be next year's entry because I don't think Dick Rider's in. There oh, it has so a yeah, oh. yeah, Dick Rider. Well, yeah. then we're gonna petition that one right now. Merriam or Webster, if you're listening, Dick Rider. Dick Rider. Next year's next year's Hall of Fame word entry class. All right, moving on to uh, another story. We're, we're here. We are still talking about the draft, uh, and there's more news as it relates to the draft, and that's because every year we talk about things that get leaked and we talk about 40 times and we talk about all sorts of ridiculous things that nobody really cares about but kind of just come up uh well one of those things is always the wonderlick scores which we're not really sure if they actually matter they're the best i love when this always comes out but the fact that they come out and people get so worked up about them is the best so uh just in the the quarterback uh line if you're looking at them First overall pick tonight, Kyler Murray came in with a whopping 20. Eee. Now, that's it's not terrible. It's not terrible, but a perfect score is what? Like a 45? 50. 40, oh, it's it's 50. out of 50. It's yeah. out of 50. Okay, yeah. good. So he's not even halfway there. So kind of a dumb-dumb, relatively speaking, at quarterback. That's not... What it's not. It's it, yeah. It's, it's not. not good. It's not good for a quarterback. Uh, Ryan Finley. Um, I'm not even sure where he's a quarterback from. He got a 43, although he retested because he scored a 28 the first time. Yeah. I didn't even know that you could. I, I didn't know you could I didn't know it was like either. the ACT, which makes just, these low scores even better. That these guys are just like 20. Yeah, fuck it. I'm good. Yeah. That's fine. I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. I'm uh, going number one. But again, some of the bigger names lower scores. Drew Locke, uh, 26. Uh, Dwayne Haskins had a 25. Uh, my favorite one, though, was one that leaked. Um, and, and the lowest ones are always my favorite because it, it basically means you're functionally uh, the R word. <laughs> and that would be Rashawn Gary out of uh, Michigan, who reportedly scored a nine on the Wonderlick. So signed his name, answered a couple, and then got up and left because his brain started to hurt. He was like, he wrote, he just wrote in for every answer. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Pay me now. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even give it that far. It just said, we ain't come to play school, and walked out. Signed his name. That was it. I love the Wonderlick results. It's always. Have you ever taken it? Have you ever taken the Wonderlick? I have taken the Wonderlick, and the the one time that I took it, and just it was random. But I mean, it does state, you know, oh, this is just a fake one or whatever. I scored like a twenty eight. I mean, I remember thinking, man, eh, close enough to my ACT score, and not as dumb as your average NFL player. <laughs> I got over halfway. I'll take it. Good enough. Yeah. 
And I thought the questions were interesting, but it's weird. It's just I, weird. I, I questions. why they had anything to do with football. That's the thing. As much as you make fun of it and do all that stuff, besides quarterback and maybe like you know a play like a middle linebacker where they've got to call out the plays and remember everything where right. everybody's lining up. Does it really matter? How no, no, it questions? doesn't matter at all. Which is like all you needed. It's okay. Hey, linebacker. Go tackle football. Okay, okay, coach, me got it. And that's it. You don't even have to speak. You can just grunt and just, uh, uh, yeah. And that's it. And, you, and you're golden. You don't need to have wonderlick results. Um, all right, last story of Upper Deck. Jimmy Buffett launching his own brand of weed called Coral Reefer, mm. <laughs> which I love. I love that he, he went with that. Uh, so it'll come with a vape pen that's actually made you, to look like a surfboard. Do you get that in Margaritaville or? Probably, okay. probably. Uh, it, the vape pen is made to look like a surfboard. It's called the Tide Rider. There's four vape formulas that are going at launch. Seize the day, S-E-A-S, uh, Cabana K-Dreamin', Stories We Could Tell, and Surfing in a Hurricane. They're all for different types of um, remedies uh, that, that you would use weed for. So one's like total body relaxation, one's for like a head high, one's for pain management, um, the, the company plans to extend to edibles and CBD oil products in the near future. Uh, and I am more shocked that this has taken this long for Jimmy Buffett to get into the weed game. I think that's the craziest part of the story. This I'm dude, not, uh, yeah, I mean, that's more surprising than anything. In it's the not world, that he it? did this. It's yeah. like, of course, Jimmy Buffett. It was more like, wait, Jimmy Buffett didn't already make weed for yeah. people? Like that, that would have been the first person. It would have been Willie Nelson, Jimmy Buffett. Um, Snoop Dogg. Those would have been like the first go-tos. The that Mount I would Rushmore. Have been like, yeah, that I would yeah, have been like, all right, heads. I'm starting a weed company. Who is going to be my guy? Right. Uh, th- those would be top three in my book. Um, we're going to get to, because of this story, we're going to get to a fun game that we play on this show every once in a while. We're going to put some hypno on the line. We're going to play... Uh, Weed strain or craft beer. That's going to be coming up uh, just after this next voicemail. And this has been Upper Deck, brought to you, as always, by Minuteman Tickets. Hit them up. They'll get you everything you need. <laughs> All right. Let's let's uh, let's check out a, a voicemail here from our good buddy Greg over at Sports Stance, also on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. You can catch him every Friday afternoon on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Sometimes we follow him up. Sometimes we don't. It all depends. Uh, sometimes <laughs> yeah. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, are we on? Oh, no, it's Greg again. Okay, cool. We got to replay. I get really excited because right I'm like, oh, man, we're going to play. It's a good one-two punch. Right, it is. Punch. Sports Stance, Crappery Sports Replay. And we're then, match made in heaven once a week, and then sometimes we just don't. Yeah. Uh, so Greg left us this voicemail. Hey, guys. It's Greg from the Sports Dance, and I just want to say congrats on three years. It's really quite an accomplishment, i got to say. And I know it's taken a physical toll on you guys, as proof as Scott's LeBron-esque ever-fading hairline <laughs> that, you know, is trying to recapture the glory that the 49ers never will. Damn! And, you know, just embrace the bald, bald Scott. Embrace the bald. <laughs> just like Mike, who, you know, yeah, looks like Mr. Clean's creepy brother who nobody talks about. <laughs> just don't get cornered by him at a party. We're also talking about Mia Khalifa, his terrible sports teams, and that new micro IPA. That's the show, isn't it? <laughs> just realizing that. My bad. That's on me. But hey, you got Joe. Joe's cool. For a Browns fan. <laughs> Can't say anything until they go 11-5, Joe. But anyway, keep it up, guys. You're doing great work. Seriously, congrats on three years. Love listening to you guys. Have a good one. 
Thank you, Greg, for that Lebron message. That was well done. Uh, that was very well wow. done. Appreciate that one, man. Uh, I love that Joe's taking shots too, and he's not even here to defend himself. That's hey, my Joe favorite part uh, of all of this is that Joe has to deal with this too, and he's not here to, to deal with it. It's fantastic. I hope Joe goes on Twitter and starts clapping back. <laughs> I heard what you said this week. Uh, man, that one was, that that was one harsh. Was harsh. <laughs> Ah, you guys dude. are mean. If that's how this is going to go, I don't know if I want to play the rest of these. We still have so we still have voicemails coming up from Catherine Nero. We have voicemails coming up from Jacqueline D'Agostino, uh, Blake, Money Blakeweather, Robert Taylor. We got voicemails coming up from Bronson Arroyo. I'm terrified now. I don't, I don't know if I want to listen to this. Let's go into Motherfucker of the Week uh, right now. Actually, no. We're going to do weed, uh, weed or beer. Yeah, uh, let's do weed or beer. Okay, so we're going to do this best out of five. Okay. If you get if you get the best out of five, I do a shot of hypno. Okay. If you miss it, then uh, then I uh, you got to do it. And also, if I if I don't get it, I'm a white motherfucker. You so are a white motherfucker if you uh, if you don't get this. Uh, number no one, bitter woman, beer. That is a craft beer. Damn yes. it, uh, that is a bitter woman a IPA. Uh, Tyranina Brewing Company. Um, all right, fair enough. That's fine. Okay, uh, number two here. Let's see. Let's uh, Dead Pony Club beer. That is a beer. God damn it! That's from Brew Dog. That's a Brew Dog beer. Um, oh my god! This is Greg. Greg chimes in in the chat and says, "You said roast you. I did. My bad. No, you did. Oh exactly no, 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 right Greg. Man. You did exactly what not, we were like. That not was upset at all. That was rough, and I loved it. I, <laughs> I was not expecting the the." the call out on the hairline and it's, <laughs> it is rough life. But good to know that other people are noticing that it's, it's fading. It's fading away like Jordan. All right. Uh, number three, geriatric hipster club. Beer. That is a beer from the brewery. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I you, tried, you to, tried to get me. I, I like, tried to get you. I know you didn't th- even, you weren't even guessing based on the name. You were just no, like, I, no, no, he went two beers. It, didn't, it wasn't clever enough to be a, a, a weed strain name. I feel like weed strain Damn names it. have more clever names than that one. Probably, but, but they I don't did. really. Here's, here's some of the ones I was going to go with. Blue Dream. That's a weed strain. That sounds like a weed strain, though, because Does it getting, though? getting high. Panama like, Red. That sounds like a that, beer. That That's sounds a like a red beer. beer. Like red ale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to try to trick you too, uh, but it would have backfired on me, which is why I didn't do it. But Purple Haze was on there, which is also a beer and a weed strain. And I was like, no, then I lose. That's a terrible move, Mike. Don't do that. Uh, so I did not. Well, anyways, pour me a shot of Hypno since I lost this. God damn it. Uh, I'm so <laughs> mad. Uh, what did we do? Oh, that's behind here. you. Oh, I can't yeah. pour you. All right. In. Well, all right. Were Anyways. you expecting that you were going to be able to do it? Yeah. Well, I thought I might be able. Didn't to. Didn't we say but... this that the Giants would? T- <laughs> they took Jones. Did they take him? <laughs> we said before the show that they would take Daniel Jones. That's exactly did. what we said. We Holy said. shit, <laughs> dude! Just call us Mel Kiper. We nailed this shit. That oh. was like the one call we made on this oh. draft was taking Jones. Wow, that's absolutely crazy. Because we were talking about how all quarterbacks end up here, and this is just how it goes. Because it was a discussion in, December, in the Craft Root Sports yeah, Group. In December, all of these quarterbacks were not even talked about, maybe low first round, especially Kyler Murray. And through the process, it happens every year now where all of them jump up, not only all the way into the first round, but all the way to the top 10. And here it is, some Duke guy, because he hung out with Cutcliffe, who who once upon a time coached the Manning brothers, <laughs> and that's his claim to fame. The Giants are like, yeah, sure, that's our guy. 
That's crazy to me that, that, that they took him. All right, let's let's uh, let's get to another voicemail. This one's from top fan Robert Taylor, our only top fan on Facebook. Robert Taylor, host of MMA to the Max, left us this voicemail. Hey, what's up, guys? Just uh, Robert Taylor here from MMA to the Max out here in Southern California. Just out there slinging those chips. <laughs> I'm actually at work right now, so uh, I'm getting paid to call and leave you guys a message. Oh, hell, man, fuck. <laughs> three years. Three-year anniversary. That's amazing. That's Congratulations, guys. That's so fucking cool. I mean, lasted two years than we thought we, it would, but hey, here we are. You know, it's, it's all good. Hey, baby steps. That's three years uh, longer than I thought it would. Seriously, though, you guys, your show is great. Um, it's taught me a lot with my own show. It, I mean, if your guys' show taught me so much about my own show. Like, for one, I need to get a producer. You know, your show taught me that, but so do we. Yeah, it, it also taught me I need to get a producer that actually shows up. So, <laughs> Ooh, there it is. Uh, man, your show though, it's good. I enjoy it. I always look forward to it every Thursday. I'm glad you guys have been doing it for thir- three years. Uh, you know, it's so funny. You know, you can tell you can tell how funny you guys are because you're laughing at each other's jokes all the time. <laughs> Nobody else is, but hey, you guys are. So, <laughs> going for you too. So it's a good show. Hey, Tabari likes that shit, Enjoy. man. You guys know, are doing great. I, I have no idea what I'm trying to say on this message because I'm out here working trying to make that Frito Lay money so I can send it to the board and, make, and drink lots of beer. But uh, yeah, there we are, man. Hey, anyways, man, congratulations, you fuckers. It's a two minute and 20 it. message. Enjoy your show. <laughs> three years. Here's to another three years. Hopefully it gets better. The message is three Looking years. At you, Scott. Hot dog's a fucking sandwich, dude. Seriously, come on. <laughs> Get over it. Mike, get some sun. Wow. Get a tan. Wow. Do something. All right. Jesus fuck. Jesus fuck. I think I think that's all. I I, I was gonna I was gonna go in on you guys really bad. I was just gonna Wait, that was easing like, up? Just go hard, go to town. But you know, I just I felt it just wasn't right, you know. I wasn't I didn't think I was gonna even roast you that hard. Yeah. <laughs> Kinda don't wanna kick you guys when you're down already. You know what I mean? But uh I'll leave you with this. Congratulations. Great show. Keep it up. Oh, Go Chiefs. Mahomes is the MVP. It's Mahomes time. Suck it, Scott. 49ers suck. LeBron over Jordan. Tiger's back. Button up. <laughs> he obviously said that before Mahomes. He, he left Robert a message Taylor. before Mahomes was on the cover of Madden. Then <laughs> right? Tyreek Hill got uh, well, Tyreek Hill got outed, yeah. dude. His career is over. If you have not seen that, uh, Text transcripts have leaked from a conversation between Tyree Kill and his girlfriend where he basically threatened her. She was like, he's afraid of you, talking about his kid. And uh, Tyree Kill was like, you should be afraid of me, too. Basically, more or less, uh, admitted admitting to beating the kid, too. Yeah, uh, terrible situation uh, over there. But um, good Lord, that is... It's not good for that to come out, especially at the draft where and, you know, I was wondering what the story was going to be. There's always something that comes up right before the draft that it's like, oh, shit, that changes everything. (laughs) Larry Larry McTunzel. Yeah. The dude with the the (laughs) The, gas mask smoking weed where it's like, well, he's not he's not getting drafted now. And in this case, the Chiefs are like, well, we got to replace Hill now because we can't keep him around. Right. We got to let him go. So the Browns will be picking up Hill next week. Be uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, let's get into motherfucker of the week. I will go first this yes, week. Yes, you do that. Because uh, I, I feel like my motherfucker is not as worthy as your motherfucker this week. But I, I like your motherfucker, though. My motherfucker is pretty solid. Uh, my motherfucker of the week, uh, which, by the way, we got a... Motherfucker, 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 motherfucker. Mother, what? 
Thank Not you, Joe. just for loud baby. Thank you, Joe. Right on time there with that cue. Uh, Boston fans are my motherfucker of the week. Why? All right, it's over. Yeah, just, <laughs> just <laughs> no other reason. Just in general, people, just mind. <laughs> people who cheer for Boston teams. Uh, but here's why I'm picking Boston fans this week. So this week, the Bruins have moved on to the second round of the NHL playoffs. Uh, the Celtics swept in the first round of the NBA playoffs. And I didn't really think too much of it when it happened until Boston fans started talking and I started seeing the tweets pop up where they were like, hey, we're still in the running for all four rings, baby. And I was like, oh, shit. And it dawned on me. The Sox have won the World Series. The Patriots won the Super Bowl. And now, potentially, it's they're still in the running. It's not going to happen. But the Bruins could win the Cup. And the Celtics could win the NBA title. Uh, all in a span of a few months. And at that point, shoot me in the goddamn face. This is... This is not the first time that this has been a ca- the case either. The, right. Boston has been in the running for this like three or four times in the past decade because when the Celtics were winning the title, it, it, right. it, was, it was a thing. And, you know, and in Boston, you know, the, the Bruins were creeping around and obviously the Red Sox are like, this has been a, a thing in Boston multiple times over the last decade. Which is so frustrating. I was just going to say, <laughs> fuck them. And, it, and it's like, of course, funny enough, the Patriots are always the first ones who are like, hey, guys. Be nice if you, you know, if you could hold up your ends of the bargain if we're going to do this whole four in one city at the same time thing. Yes. We're, we're always kind of here. holding it down. Yeah. yeah. You guys are just over there, maybes. Right. The Red Sox are at least a threat, uh, you know. Yeah. Year Red Sox in, are generally spending in that money, so they at least yeah. have a threat. But yeah, the Celtics and the Bruins are always the, the kind of toss up. But if all four win it this year, I don't even want to. I'm going to stop watching sports. I'll quit the show. I will quit this show. The show will end. So if you want the show to end, start cheering for the Bruins said, and the wait, Celtics. Wait, wait, you said the show that you would quit the show, though. Not, I don't think that that necessarily means the show would end. So I mean, that's uh, cool. if Boston yeah, yeah, wins cool. all that's the, cool. the, the that's, titles, that's fair. That's fair. We could be looking for a new co-host. So if you want well, Scott to get a new co-host on Craft Root Sports, then root for Boston to win all the titles. Maybe Joe would actually show up then because he would be a co-host instead of producer. So he would be here. Uh, well, I'll still let you his, record his here, too. His name would be on the short list. I'll still let you record here, oh, too. No, I'll just be gonna. upstairs. I'm definitely gonna. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. The, the equipment is still staying. You will just be off the show. Who's like, your motherfucker of the week? Unfortunate that that happened. <laughs> you hear about what happened to Mike? No. No, what He's happened? Gone. Oh, he left. Boston won all the titles, though. Uh, my... Mike just pouts in the corner. You can catch him every once in a while on the camera. Super creepy. Still drinking from his dugout mug. Is that's he, cool. Is he doing a load of laundry? Yeah, that's Mike. Uh... Mine is somebody or group though that can kind of always be mentioned and are they in the, in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I don't. I feel like they should I, be. If they're I not. can't remember if we put them in the Hall of Fame. I don't or think not. we did. We we all didn't right. because I think it was all individuals. But this group uh, is always in contention. They're gonna make the Hall of Fame. Yeah, for sure. NCAA though. Uh, they Wait, get, hang on. Before you go on, Tabari says you guys can have. You and him can have craft black sports. Ooh, so there you go. There's your, there's your fallback plan. Yeah, you don't even have to change. And I could finally meet Tabari. You could meet Tabari. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, Maybe. You know, I we don't might know. be at remote locations. Yeah, possibly. So I might never you, yeah, see you might not Tabari. In the same place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, okay. we'll talk, though. Yeah. At yeah, the yeah. same time. Right. On a recording. Uh, but the NCAA, though, uh, denied a medical hardship for uh, transfer at Coastal <laughs> Carolina football player. He wanted to transfer to West Virginia to be closer to his mom, and that's because she was recovering from having a brain tumor removed. And the Legit NCAA, reason to transfer. Legit reason. Right. Not just, I want to go to school to have a better chance to win. I want to go to another school, another school to have more money put in my pocket on the low, low. Uh, just, hey. I not care. even on the low, low anymore. Right, yeah. That, that's <laughs> not, but um, this was just... 
hey, I want to be close to my mom who might die any minute or has a very right. good chance of dying. And NCAA in their, all of their glory said, yeah, that doesn't qualify because his mom lives five miles. Yes, you heard me. Five miles outside of the 100-mile radius that they arbitrarily assign to how far away you can be to qualify for such a thing. They also cited that the mom's condition has improved since surgery. So uh, despite the fact that she's faced... Uh, exhibit A, she no longer has a brain tumor. <laughs> yeah. So clearly improving. And despite the fact that she's suffering from all of Point the brain... NCAA. Yeah, the brain surgery... Uh, post-game things such as facial paralysis hearing loss and eye issues jesus you know what she's still doing better because she doesn't have the tumor so no denied unreal classic ncaa unreal that they would deny that on those grounds that is absolutely disgusting and uh the ncaa should be absolutely ashamed of themselves the fact okay i i kind of get the 105 miles outside of the home because it's but when you look at West Virginia it's not it's not like oh, there's a ton of schools but I don't get it within that it, it, again it's it's, it's just arbitrary. arbitrary right they just who, said who came to that need number to be, but if they can at least they can fall back on like look it says 100 miles we're gonna deny this but just appeal it and it'll be fine yeah. we'll we'll make an exception but to then dig deeper and go no no, no she's improving <laughs> Why do you have to go there? She's she's doing better now. Yeah, uh, she's fine. You're good. Absolutely awful. Go ball NCAA. out. Uh, I think we all know who the uh, motherfucker of the week is. It's definitely the NCAA in this case. Giants fans are still. Giants fans are not happy. Uh, well, should they yeah, be? they. I'd be furious. <laughs> um, would you like to hear a voicemail from uh, one of our most popular guests ever? Uh, yes. I think we should go to this Bronson Arroyo. Bronson Arroyo. Arroyo. Major, former Major League Baseball player former, Bronson Arroyo former called major him to league, the show. Yes, former, He's been a guest on here twice. Former Major League player Bronson Arroyo left us this voice. Let's hear it. Hey, guys. This is Bronson Arroyo from the Cincinnati Reds, and I'm here with my man Harris. Yo, yo. He's been to his cups, and I can't believe after three years, these two slap-jawed faggots, Mike Furlong and Scott Kaiser, are still doing this show from their fucking mom's basement. Mom, we're doing a podcast. Bring the meatloaf in ten minutes. Yeah, the best part of the show is supposed to be these ultra-high-end, beautifully tasting beers. Instead, you get something... Like a toasted almond, cinnamon, pineapple, chocolate, porter. Drink a fucking Budweiser. No! Yeah, not unlike these craft root beers. This show is exactly the same. You got a high-end name, a high-end label, and the product inside sucks. Have fun <laughs> with Game of Thrones and Avengers this weekend. No? <laughs> wow. Did Bronson Royal just call us nerds? <laughs> and, and, and what's a pineapple... I don't know. Bro, what just happened? That was that was the most amazing thing. Bronson Arroyo just blitzkrieg <laughs> roasted us. I, there were so many things I mean, that I don't even know what just happened. I feel like we shouldn't play any other voicemails. Like, I want to cry right now. Bronson, dude. Oh. All right, so when, when we had Bronson on the first time on this show... It was one of the craziest experiences because we were like, this isn't going to happen. He's not really going to show up at the house and sit down and record. And he did. And I remember when he walked away, we were just like so fucking pumped in my living room. Like as yeah. we were like, all right, man, take it easy. Have a good one. We made we're it. Like, Fuck yeah, <laughs> and then he came back and then he just left us that voicemail. <laughs> 
oh my god, Bronson Arroyo just eviscerated us. Was, was that was that our ether moment? That might have been. <laughs> That's the holy we, shit. We just man. got ethered by Bronson Arroyo uh, on our own show. Tabari just said I thought Bronson Arroyo was going to be in the nice one. Yeah, me too. That's why I wanted to go to it. We've been taking an ass kicking in all of these voicemails. So what? I'm like, let's go to Bronson. Bronson's going to be, and he even starts off. This is Bronson Arroyo from the Cincinnati Reds. All right, nothing could happen but after hold on. that. Back up because. All of the other ones, even if they roasted us, at least they're on the, oh, yeah, by the way, though, serious note, right, congrats right. on three years. They followed roast <laughs> protocol. That's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> Bronson went straight, eviscerated Earth with us just now. I and then hung up with on the nerds. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't even, like, say goodbye. Just dropped the nerds and hung up. I feel like I totally understand in the episode of The Office when Michael organizes the roast of himself and then gets upset and walks off. I totally understand. I want to end the show right now and just quit doing this. That was unreal. Um, Thank you, Bronson. I'm going to text Bronson live right now on the show and tell him, just listen to your voicemail. Wow. That that's because that's all. That's the only reaction I have. I I'm blown away that that actually just happened. That was um, Bronson Arroyo, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, former Reds pitcher, um, number one in our hearts, I guess. <laughs> number one roaster. Uh, good lord! All right, I wanted to talk about this article. I'm trying to. I'm flustered. I'm trying to gather my bearings Whew. here. Um, I feel like I'm really red too. I feel like my face is super red, like redder than usual. I'm very flummoxed right now. Uh, anyways, there was an article that came out in the Los Angeles Times this week that uh, Lindsay shared in the Craft Brewed Sports Facebook group about the official domestic beer power rankings. Uh, where a, an author, and we were hoping to get him on tonight, he's traveling, he wasn't able to join us. Lucas Peterson broke down. The best domestic beers, not craft beers, the best just cheap domestic beers. He ranked them based on better taste and chuggability, which legit arguments. I'm okay with with basing beer rankings on chuggability and uh, and their taste. Those are fine. I feel like he's missing an extra value in here. We need to talk about the value of the beer because some of these beers might not taste great, but they're only $14 for a 30-pack, and you better fucking recognize that those <laughs> beers deserve to be ranked higher because of that. Uh, so he concluded, based on his uh, his whatever uh, Arbitrary rankings. Yeah. He was the NCAA when it came to ranking. These yeah, things. he was just like, yeah, he's <laughs> like, arbitrary as all hell. fuck the non-Power 5 conferences. We're going all big boys on this one. Number one, the best domestic beer he claims is Miller High Life. Uh, he goes on to say, how are you going to argue against the champagne of beers? Now, I will tell you, Miller High Life, not bad in a pinch. I'm cool with Miller High Life. This was also a beer that I got busted with when I was 18 years old. I, so it has nostalgic yes, properties for yes. you. It's cheap. Uh, it is chuggable. Uh, it doesn't have bad taste. It is, a, a you know, for a domestic beer, it is a pretty solid taste. Um, but I wouldn't call it the best overall. No, not even close. Like, he's got Yingling ranked at number four behind Rolling Rock. How the fuck is Rolling Rock ranked in the not in the top three? Bro, That's insane. Loudbeard's chiming in and saying the high life is trash. Loudbeard going with trash is, I mean, it's it's not great. Ooh, high life is trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good beer. Like, uh, we're not, uh, we're not gonna. 
None of these are good beers per se. I wouldn't say none of them. I think there are beers in here that are good. There's beers on, that are drinkable. It de- well, good. it depends on the situation. Beers that are right. drinkable. That's I all. mean, that's fair. But Rolling Rock at number three is absolutely absurd. Because uh, Rolling Rock is nothing but... I feel like Rolling Rock is if you drink a good beer and then piss it out. That's what Rolling Rock is. Yeah, Rolling Rock is one of the worst. I've only had it a handful of times. But it's legit one of the worst beers I've ever had. And I never understood how many college parties were able to have it for beer pong and and, right, and get dude. people to compete. When you went I to never a, got that. When you went to a house party and they had Rolling Rock, were you immediately just like, I ain't playing pong? No, it, that is exactly what I was I'm like. I'm like, there's a whole line of cheap beers and ones that are actually cheaper than Rolling Rock that you went with that? Right. You chose to spend more on a Rolling, worse beer? Rolling Rock was the, we're cool because we can afford Rolling Rock the, at the college level. This guy also has Bud Light Lime at number five. Bud Light Lime in the top five of your domestic beers? Dude. No comment. Wait, no, no, no. Hang on. Hang on. Huh? Speak what? your mind on this one because I need to hear this. Are you telling me Bud Light Lime deserves to be in the top five? Um fan of the show ryan shitty and i have had uh, conversations about uh one bud lime and we it you know our our stance on papa john's pizza on air and in public f them and their pizza and their political stances but it's yep. actually not that bad of pizza for really being true okay, okay. i don't like uh but like lime uh, if you ask me in public but uh if y- y- y'all got that bud light lime <laughs> it's actually not that bad uh, i actually kind of like it okay but okay so bud light lime is essentially just the lime version of bud light orange right so, I have never had Bud Light Orange and because I thought that was going a step too far. Bud like, Light Orange is listed on this as the worst domestic beer. It is the worst taste and least chuggable I, according to this And I could imagine author. that that would be the case because when I saw it, I thought, all right, you're doing too much. Like the lime in your beer, you got Corona and lime. It, it, it makes sense. That's and fair. Can, it's doable. That's fair. But it jumped the shark with the orange. Like, oh, no, no, no. We're not going with that citrus fruit. And you're trying to do too much. You stay over there, Bud Light. Always. Here's what's crazy. He calls Bud Light Lime. He says it has really good taste and it's not very chuggable. I feel like if you're going to be ranked in the top five of this, you need to be able, you need to be chuggable and mm. you need to have good taste. Like your absolutely your whole ranking system is out the window. If those are your two variables and you've got Bud Light Lime that high, fucking it better be up there. It better be chuggable and. Tasting good, uh, but it is not chuggable, according to him. He's also got... All right, so I'm not going to go through all of this. There's a lot to unpack in this article. You can find it on the Craft Brew Sports Facebook group. Uh, and I, I really wish he was on here to defend these choices because some of these choices are absolutely insane. He's got Budweiser at number seven, which, fine, Budweiser's a staple. He does have Bud Light ranked higher because it's more chuggable than Budweiser, which is 100% true. I think Bud Light tastes better than Budweiser, too. Uh, he's got PBR at number nine, mm. which I feel like should be higher. I think PBR should be higher this, in this list. This, this list just seems like he threw darts. I think he did. It, I'm pretty I mean, sure he did. It doesn't sound like there was any real thought put into this. It's just all over the place. Because I get, I get doing it. I understand some of the methodology. But then once he finally put them in order, it seems as if he just... Picked up cards and was like, all right, you're the next one up. This is where I got pissed, all right? He's got Sam Adams ranked number 17. Sam Adams is like the intro to craft beer. That's the the Sam Adams beers. Are, and he went with the, the regular lager, which is fine. That's the basic kind of flavor. But that was like his... That, I feel like Sam Adams is what gets people into craft beer. He's got that down to number 17. Number 16, Steel Reserve. He put Steel Reserve ahead of Sam Adams. And you know what's at number 22? 
hams. And that's where I draw you motherfucker. <laughs> you're going to put hams at 22? 22. You're putting hams behind steel reserve. I'm pissed at this point because hams, $14 for a 30 pack. It is chuggable as fuck. And I know Joe doesn't like the taste of it, but it isn't bad. Hams is it's, not a it's bad not beer. It's not bad. It's a good one, but I can't chug it because it's... It's got really? just enough of this weird flavor. I, I don't know. Just enough of the weird flavor. I, I don't, yeah, I don't mind sipping on it, but it's got that weird aftertaste to where I'm like, oh. And I know people would say, well, that's why you chug it, because you only have the one aftertaste. But for me, whatever, I've tried to chug it, and because I'm not great at chugging, so again, that's just outing me on how much my chugging skills suck. It's just one of those things where I'm like, eh, I'll just drink this slowly. It's better that way. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, Bill says so much pretentiousness. Because at that age, you guys were clearly aficionados. You drank swamp water mixed with piss if it meant your friends thought you were cool. Fair enough. That's I understand. True. Lucas Peterson, the author of this article, is not at that age. He Ooh, is. Loudbeard <laughs> makes a solid point. PBR is greater than High Life. I would give him that. Absolutely. Yeah, I, would, I would put Absolutely. PBR over High Life. Absolutely. Um, PBR is also the, also the choice of $1 beer nights. Pretty much everywhere. Here's the other, here's the crazy, and you're right, PBR is, yeah, the, that, but if you notice, uh, dollar beer nights are always PBR or High Life. Those yeah. are your two choices for dollar beer nights. Well, you know what you're going with in that case. Right, right. <laughs> uh, this dude also put Keystone Light at number 21, little nostalgia factor for us back at our party days at Ledgewood. Always had a 30 rack of stones. I feel like that's a little low on this list. Keystone Light probably should have been a little higher, but I, I will credit that to my nostalgia and getting way too drunk on Keystone Light in college. He's got Miller Light at 20, which is extremely low for this. That's weird. I, I, I don't like Miller Light, and tw- I would say 20 is insanely low. Uh, Ice House at 25, Schlitz at 24, Natty Ice at 23. That should probably be lower. Here's what's glaringly missing from this list. Honey Brown. Mm. How is Honey Brown nowhere on this list? Cent tall boy? Exactly. It's Episode like the number most, two. The Ep- most drinkable. Episode number two, Nostalgia. That's yeah. the beer that got me into craft beer was Honey Brown. And that's the beer. You get a, a double decker for a dollar. Come on, man. Yeah. And, okay, so again, he didn't take value into account, which is where this guy really well, went off the rails. That's, and that's egregious. Uh, yeah, the Honey Brown Miss is what, that's when I tweeted out that this dude needs to come on the show and defend this list because he needs to answer for not having Honey Brown on here. It's bad enough to have hams at 22. That's bad enough. But to not put Honey Brown anywhere on the list, get the fuck out of here, Lucas Peterson. <laughs> Let's and listen to a voicemail. I hope he's listening. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> at some point. Hey, guys. What's up? It's Anthony Tank Mansfield. Uh, just calling in to wish you happy three years of basically a ripoff of the Dan Levitard show for people that have, used to have a huffing problem. Uh, God, Mike, you're, you're wrong more often than Charlie Brown can kick footballs. I mean, it's really sad. You That's fair. Watch sports? Do you understand how they work? Nope, I don't. And you got Scott, who's basically Carl. If Carlton and Bill Maher had a baby. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> love personality. And finally, Joe, who essentially is, if the little kid was in a movie, uh, when he talks to a wizard and he wants to have his sentinel you know, turn into a human, that's Joe. <laughs> well, guys, even though you're not very good at this, and I don't know why you keep going, but hey, whatever gets you through the day. Uh, congrats on those three years. Uh, I look forward to coming back on the show sometime soon. Uh, because I'm the most sober and the smartest person in the room at the same time. All right, guys. For real, though. Congrats on three years. Keep kicking ass. Keep doing your thing. And keep pumping out quality content. You guys roll. Peace. Love you, Tank. Tank Mansfield. Ta- uh, tank the uh, 
Anti Bronson. Yes, yes. Uh, I love it. Tank followed the proper roast rules of I will say mean things and then follow it up with a nice thing, not I am going to make you want to cry yourself to sleep tonight. Nerds. Oh, the nerds. That's that hurts so bad, dude. That was oh, that was so brutal. Um all right, uh, where are we at in the draft, man? What's uh, The Steelers just traded up right in front of the Bengals to take Devin Bush. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's typical Steelers. Very, very Steelers move Classic. on that one. Uh, wow, that's really, uh, that's kind of hurtful. Um, although, I don't think the Brown, or the Bengals were going to take Devin Bush, so. Uh, dude, they need linebacker help like a they mofo. They do. So that was actually a lot of people's predictions. But now that means Dwayne Hoskins is on the clock do they take Dwayne Hoskins here and find the heir apparent and like yesterday replacement for one red rifle? Uh, I, I've actually been calling for this for a while now. You I want said, Haskins to the Bengals or no, no, you no, just no, want no. a quarterback? I said on, you know, flying pigskin, the other, the, the Bengals podcast that I do that. Well, okay. Timberlake. Oh, sorry. Murr. That, 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 yeah, Bronson Roy calling the flying picks in. I don't think so, motherfucker. <laughs> Touche. That <laughs> if you're gonna t- you're gonna get a new coach and you finally move on from it, you've got to make the move at quarterback because yeah. that's pretty much it's what's done. been holding back. Right. It's been the one two punch of Marvin Lewis and you know Red Rifle and the Red Rocket, uh, yeah. Red Rifle, Red Rocket, whatever you want to call them. The the red headed stepchild. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Who whoa. Th- they're the reasons that the Bengals haven't been able to get done. They're the biggest stumbling point. And so if you've got this whole new day and new era, then bring in a new quarterback. I agree. I think they do need a new quarterback, and uh I don't want them to take Haskins. That's not the pick that's the the future of the franchise. I feel like that's a bad pick. Take somebody else here at this point and then wait for next year when you're going to have a little bit stronger of a quarterback class for the Bengals because this one is not the year that you want to get your franchise quarterback. You can deal with Andy Dalton for I, a I year. I mean, unless you're Arizona, apparently. Uh, or again, the Giants. I mean, wait, hang on. Yeah. Jones. <laughs> That's still Giants, so good. You stupid sons of bitches <laughs> with your dumbass pick. Uh, oh, no, but I, I – so – and Tabari made the point that you know with Vontez Perfect leaving, the Bengals did need a linebacker. This is all this is all my plan. I am totally cool. To take Devin Bush because that means Trey Watson to the Bengals, just like I asked for when we interviewed Trey Watson a few weeks back. <laughs> Trade in fifty five for thirty three all the, day but, long. But in the first round, I would question. No, not in the first round. Don't take okay, him okay, okay, cool, cool. I cool, mean, cool. I like Trey. Yeah, that's gonna say. Don't take him in the first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't we take love, him now. We Don't love take you, Trey, now. but. Not a first rounder. Take him next round, maybe. Like or three. Take him round three. Get him round three. Um while well, the projections have him? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Love you, Trey. <laughs> he doesn't listen. Nobody listens. It's our anniversary. I was gonna show. say it's There's three years listen. and everybody's watching the draft and end game. Nobody cares. God. Bronson Jim. Arroyo called us some name that you can't use in 20, <laughs> 2019. And nobody's gonna know. He did. Bronson Arroyo went like Old school locker room talk on Actually, us. I feel like I'm an official Major League Baseball player now. <laughs> I've been roasted and just brought into the fold as oh. a Major League Baseball player. I, I do feel like uh, I'm like, okay, this is what happens in the bullpen. Okay, got it. This is the dugout. This is cool. That's great. Um, man, that was crazy. Uh, Chris American joining in the show. Chris America, you missed your voicemail earlier, bud. Uh, thank you for leaving that. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, and Mel Viper checked in at the top of the show. Yes, Mel Viper sweet. did check in. Um, all right, let's see. Should we go to another voicemail now, or do you want to talk a little bit more draft? Because I, I honestly, the voicemail. I haven't been following along, so I, I don't, I don't exactly really care. Know. It hasn't been all that interesting. It's been wild. 
But I don't really care other than, again, like the poignant moments of, oh, hey, my team took Bosa. Oh, hey, the Giants took a dumb quarterback. <laughs> and, oh, hey, the Steelers traded up in front of the Bengals to take the guy that they probably wanted. So we'll see what happens next. Uh, awesome. So let's play another voicemail. All right. This one comes from Jacqueline D'Agostino, former Cincinnati Bengals cheerleader. Uh, now no longer in Cincinnati. Down She's, in Florida, living, in, to, living the good life back at home. Doing things, doing things upright. Hey, guys. What's up? It's. Jacqueline. So I absolutely love being a guest on your show. All oh, guys thank you. are awesome, except for Scott Kaiser. Burn! So I've been hashtag blessed enough to work with Kaiser in several different capacities, and I just don't know that I can trust any hot sports takes from someone with the most lopsided choices in teams. Brave, cool. Xavier. Yikes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Teams whoa. that literally can be ranked number one and barely ever make it past the first round mm. of the NCAA And don't even get me started on his 49ers catch. Also, yikes. <sighs> that was it. That was all of her uh, voicemail. Just, she just bailed. She, she just went she scorched just earth bailed. on me and she's like, yeah. oh, there's nobody else who hosts that but show like, or Joe. Side collateral on me with the Xavier ding. That was uh, man. Thank, thank, thank you, Jacqueline. We man, appreciate it. I appreciate it. Oh wow, the Bengals took on offensive lineman. No, nah, that's needed. That, that's that, very needed. That's I'm okay needed, with that. And pick. I actually think that that's a really smart pick for them. Good yeah, for them. I'm I'm cool with that one. Uh, I want to play another voicemail. Let's go to one that that actually might cheer us up a little bit because we've been taking might so much shit tonight. They've been very harsh. Uh, let's go to one of the nicest guests we've ever had on the show, Catherine Nero. Catherine Nero, there's not a, we mean love bone, Nero. not a mean bone in her body. So let's hear what Catherine Nero had to say. Hi, guys. It's Catherine Nero. I just See, wanted to cheerful. call in and say congratulations to Kaiser, Mike, and Joe on three whole years of entertaining literally, I don't know, like a dozen total people. Oh, damn. Uh, that seems about right. Damn. Uh, listen, I've known Kaiser since he was even more of an opinionated asshole. Believe it or not, this whole fatherhood bit has actually mellowed him. But I am all for anything that forces him to grow that godforsaken porn star stash after he lost a bet on the show. <laughs> What's that? Wait, he did that on purpose? It was it was his choice? Oh. Uh, never mind. Um, okay. Uh, uh, let's start, start over. Okay, three years. Hey, guys, really happy for you. I hope for at least a couple more. It'll just be nice hearing Kaiser say, no, 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 no. It's like an old dude, right? Uh, he's crotchety now, so if you can only imagine how great it's going to get. All right, Mike and Joe, good luck putting up with him. we got to go before he mentions Avengers Endgame one more time, seriously. Without, I'm out, guys, but congratulations, and here's to several more. Captain cool. Nero. Thank you, Nero, for going hard on Kaiser. That's, that's two in a row. The just alone. <laughs> just uh, straight work. I mean, it makes me feel better about these voicemails. All that's of the all body shots from the last two. I feel so much better well, now. So for the coworkers who know me best. Thanks, yeah. guys. Uh, man, that was uh, amazing. Tabari says we turned Nero into Amy Schumer. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> Her getting me on the mustache. <laughs> the porn's well, I mean, it's a bad decision, bro. No, it wasn't. It yeah, was it was decision. no, it really was something. Oh, now the truth should... comes out. You didn't talk anything about the stash until Dude, now. My wife commented on every picture you posted. Your wife on. is not you. Who do you think told her to post it? <laughs> 
I, I was like, I gotta, I gotta I work with the guy. You go at. I didn't think your up. wife listened to you, so <laughs> thought it was just her. She doesn't. <laughs> there you go. Let's talk. Speaking NBA of playoffs. what your wife just predicted. <laughs> What's up, baby? How are you doing, sweetie? Uh, thank you for tuning into the show. She was just talking about how she never watches. She's one of five she... people watching, not watching the draft right now. Happy birthday to, to us. us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk NBA playoffs. Um, so we're pretty much set in the playoffs now. East has uh, Philly versus Toronto. Our team's matching up. Uh, that's who we picked. Uh, are you really regretting this Toronto pick, by the way? Because last week you said Toronto is going to come out of the East. I still feel good about it. I know Boston. Everybody's right back on Boston because it looks like they refound their mojo, but I'm still going with Toronto. Trust the process. Okay, that's cool. Trust the process. This is, and that series is going to be my favorite series to watch because we are testing the true grit of who is the okay, bigger jinx, let's be me honest. or Drake. I know, but let's be honest, though. <laughs> this is exactly what we thought it would be in the East, and it it is every year. Man, these matchups are really, they're just really interesting, and they're the most amazing thing, and we really care about them. And but cares? no matter what, when the Warriors come out of the West, they're going to die. Okay, so there's the question. Nope. Do the Warriors yep. come out of the West? Warriors in five. Warriors in five over Houston. You're going Warriors in five no, over... No, no, no. Oh, I said Warriors in the finals. No, no, Warriors in five over... Yeah, I thought, well, because that's where I was going to, no, 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 was no. because the Warriors now have Houston. All, I don't care. They can struggle all they want against the Clippers. They can struggle all they want against Houston. It took them seven games against Houston last year and a million missed threes. I get it. They get pushed to the brink. But don't you feel but like... they have to go through the gauntlet Don't you the feel like law of averages eventually... So they've been pushed to the brink by OKC. They've been pushed to the brink by Houston. Now they're coming up against Houston again in the second round. Houston's a little bit better rested because OK, uh, Golden State's... They got another game against the Clippers. They blew that 31-point lead. They blew last night. So Houston's going to be rested, ready to go. You don't think there's the chance... The, the chance that this is the year that they get pushed to the brink and can't overcome it. They play seven games, so of course there's a chance. Okay. But I actually don't think that'll happen. Okay, so you're going to go, no, you're still all in on Golden they State. They haven't not made the finals since I understand when? that. They're like the Boston <laughs> sports of the NBA. They're <laughs> right. annoying mean, they're just, as hell. They just keep on getting there. Sure, they blew the 3-1 lead against Cleveland, and we've got jokes about that. But I mean, honestly, they still made it there every year. For and if past, you think about what, it, that four? that uh, year against Cleveland, the the real only reason why it extended the series was because Draymond Green got suspended for what was he doing? Was he was kicking dicks or something? Like Draymond Green got oh, suspended, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was that was the turning here. point yeah. where uh, all of a sudden Andy comes in and says, "Why do they even play the Eastern Conference playoffs? Pick an All Star team from the top eight teams and let them play the Warriors." Done. That actually would be super entertaining. I'd be all in on watching that one. Uh, if you picked, if you picked an all right, so if you picked an All Star team from the East, who are you gonna pick? Because LeBron's not there anymore. So even even at this point now, the East All Stars are at a disadvantage against Golden State. So you've got. Kawhi, right? Mm-hmm. Embiid. Yeah. Uh, ben Simmons is probably going to be on that team. Most likely, I guess, it would be the point guard. I mean, Kyrie, there'd be some debate. Kyrie yeah. would probably get a get a nod You'd in there. You'd probably end up going Kyrie over Simmons. Simmons could be the sixth right. man. Six, okay, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Uh, so who else are we putting in on this one? Um, oh, Gian, Giannis would have to be on that team. Giannis would be the starting point guard. Yeah. He'd probably be the star of the team, probably. Giannis is, Giannis is the I only guy. Guard, but I meant power forward. So. Giannis is the only guy in the East that it's like, that's the dude now. He is now that LeBron is no He's longer in the East. That title, he is the the, dude. the East. Yeah. Um. All right. So you got Giannis in there. Who else would you even put on that All Star team? 
Because um, I feel like I, the East is the depleted because everybody went West. I know, and all the names we're naming, and I'm still just like, and they still wouldn't be poor. <laughs> it's like, I still wouldn't pick it them up the six. It goes six? Yeah, five. And, it would go six instead of five. Sure. <laughs> they could push them to that game, and that would be because the Warriors, you know, like it, like this Clippers series. Oh, that's right. We still actually have to try to win all these oh, games. Oh, we got to close this out. Oh, uh, I forgot about closing yeah. it out. Oh, man. Um, all right, so you're still going Golden State no matter what. Um, so Philly and Toronto, who do you got coming out of that? You're still back in Toronto? Yep, still going Toronto. Uh, Milwaukee and Boston, that's the interesting mm, matchup. That's the one where I don't really know. Because like I said, Boston, all of a sudden, everybody's getting everybody's back on, back that, on train that train. Yep. They, they're starting to click and they're getting healthy at the right time. <sighs> but man... The Bucks looked so good in that sweep over Detroit, like so. Just it wasn't dominant. a sweep, was it? It was a gentleman sweep, right? They over didn't Detroit? sweep. I think Boston swept, right? No, I thought I thought that the Bucks swept. I don't remember. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure that the Bucks, because the the Pistons haven't won. Look it up. Oh, won that's a right. They haven't won. You're and, right. You're right. Yeah. I've got it backwards. You're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. My bad. Uh, yeah, the Bucks. Uh, I mean, Giannis is just an. He's another world. That dude is an animal, and I feel like. That's going to be your X factor in this series against Boston. Because Boston has all year long has been that team where they should have been better than what they were doing. I mean, we penciled them in at the beginning of the year. That's true. We picked them. Warriors, Boston, Warriors, Boston, Warriors, Boston. But then Boston kind of got injured and then Kyrie was being weird and everything kind of seemed off. And it just felt like uh, maybe it won't be them just because there's just too much drama and too many things going on. Right. All of a sudden, everything's kind of fixed itself at the exact right time. And so they seem like they're on a, but I, I, I like Toronto better as an overall team. So, so you still got Toronto coming out yep. of the East. I'm still going with Toronto. You think the Mike Burlon curse is more impactful than the Drake curse? I do. Is what you're saying. <sighs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> well. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Western semis looking like Golden State. Uh, the uh, Houston locked up their bid in the West. So they will play the winner of that Golden State. Clippers series. We know it's going to be Golden State. This is just a formality at this mm-hmm. point that's just making us drag on. Uh, Portland, Dame Lillard hit the three-pointer from the the center of the, the, the universe. I mean, that was the craziest pull-up three that I've ever seen and held it. I mean, it wasn't Steph, like... Steph Curry called and said, damn, bro. Dude, was hot. it was... And then the pose afterwards, like the picture that's was gone around... Was legendary. The, the gif of the dude just uh, staring while his friends behind him went nuts is basically what that picture was. Um, and, and did you see the athletic or, or uh, the Yahoo article that came out where Dame Lillard said the night before, I'm taking these motherfuckers out tomorrow? Like, he called his shot. Dame Lillard knew that he was going to hit something and ice that series, and he did. Uh, they now await the winner of the Denver-San Antonio series, which I, I don't even know if they're playing tonight. I haven't played right now. I don't, I, I don't know, and Western I don't care. Because you know why? Because after because that it's shot, the Western Conference? No, no, no. Not only that, though. It's... I don't care who comes out of that series, Denver or San Antonio. They're Portland's not winning. I was gonna say yeah. they're not beating that Portland team. So you got off you of got Portland, Portland, maker. and Golden State in the Western Conference Finals, which will be interesting. That will be interesting. But Warriors will still win. <laughs> It'll be interesting. I love how quickly you just shut down NBA talk. Like we try to talk NBA, and you're just like, "But the Warriors are going to win." It's like, "Well, great. Well, we can't really expand on that at all." Um, uh, fair enough. Tabari wants to know why I haven't talked Avengers at all. I mean, you can talk some Avengers. I haven't seen it. I also haven't seen most of the movies in the MCU. So it's fantastic. Uh, I won't ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it. But it was the most poetic 
And Andy said you and Tamara should talk about that in person now that you've met. Yes, we should. <laughs> That's also true. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Avengers was fantastic. It was. It had moments that tied in everything from the 22 movies before it, and it, there's never been Good anything Lord. like it in cinema history. So it's an amazing feat, and I loved every minute of it. And if you're even the slightest bit of MCU fan, which I'm going to turn Mike into because I've converted him on Game of Thrones, yep. Star Wars, and sexuality. So whoa, 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 whoa! Let's go to a voicemail from our buddy Blake <laughs> Money Blakeweather. What the what fuck? What up? What up? It is your boy Son Blake bitch. Money Blakeweather, host of Unfiltered Bachelor. Shouting out my boys from Craft Brood Sports for um, three years. I don't know how Facebook or how SoundCloud let y'all stay on air, but congratulations. because they can't uh, stop it. Making it through all the adversity. <laughs> um, like, man, just want to give a big shout out to my favorite white boy and uh, shout out to my boy, Mike Berlin too. Uh, <laughs> both of y'all, man, y'all, y'all are, y'all are the, the tag team duo of, uh, of the century. Um, I appreciate uh, all the love y'all shown me among, uh, along the years. Um, and yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I miss y'all. I miss drunk dialing in and, and talking that shit. Maybe I'll do it one of these days. But uh, yeah, man, here's to three years. Y'all keep doing it. And uh, yeah, man, the minorities love y'all. I speak on behalf of all the Mexicans. We all love y'all. So keep doing your thing. Peace. Dude said I was his favorite white dude. That actually might have been the <laughs> deepest burn of all of them. <laughs> we have had some fantastic roads, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention that. Oh, Producer Joe has just checked in to the chat. What? Right I now. Looked, I looked over my shoulder. I thought he was here. I was like, Joe's here? Did no, he just Joe walk is in? not here, but he has just checked into the chat. Joe, you Shout missed Shout out to Joe. And Joe, you've got a lot of oh, people. Oh, my dear God, You've got Joe. a lot of people that you need to uh, call out and or uh, ask them about because we've had all of the shit talked about us tonight. Uh, it has been. It has been insane uh i feel like i've gotten it the worst though you definitely have gotten it the worst um i'm not trying to compete but I've you know what let's do this one i want to hear this one because we're running short on time and we got a couple more to get through okay uh, actually we're, we'll go to uh let's uh there's so many to choose from um this one's from our boy mookie uh mookie left this one for us hey what's up boys so when Mike first said something about calling in, leaving voicemails to celebrate the three-year anniversary, uh, I thought he was talking about with him and his wife, because that's worth celebrating. But I was like, I'm sure you've all been together for more than three years. And then I realized he was talking about the show. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I guess we can make a deal out of this. Anyways, I've been sitting here for the last couple of days trying to figure out what to say, like what, what to celebrate of your success. Still and I realized finally at this point, having taken this much time, it's been that difficult because there's just not that much to talk about. Damn, Drew. Well, either way, boys, congratulations for three years. Can't wait to hear about three years more. Um, and you brighten up my Monday mornings every week with just some hilarity, somewhat topical sports stuff, and... Um, you know, Joe's there actually a decent show. So. Damn. <laughs> Damn. All right. Fair enough, Drew. Yep. Uh, uh-huh. You're right. You're cool, right about cool, that. Cool, uh, cool, 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 we cool. all agree that when Joe is on the show, it is a, a better show. I, I will fully admit that. Um, man. All right. I'm just going to roll through another one, man. If that's cool with you, let's just go through another one here. What's up, guys? Congrats on your anniversary. It's one of your original guests, Glenn, here checking in. First off, I'm going to start off with Mike. Original Thank and you recent. Using your 
white man voice on this voicemail. It's been a while <laughs> since I called. I did. It's very proper. Secondly, Scott, what can I say, man? We've been friends for eight years. I've watched you grow and clown on the show. But I just want to let everybody know you look like Lionel Richie for one. So have a great show, guys. I ain't got much to say. I've been super busy at work. But, of course, I continue posting memes and busting balls every day online about things. Shout out, Glenn, for leaving that one. Uh, and you Thank do you, look like, especially in the, uh, uh, the, the KBI and Associates video, you totally look like Lionel Richie. Mm, yeah, sure. It's a super Jerry Curl. His bro. wife has also called me Lionel Richie <laughs> the entire time we've known each other. So there's that. That's actually the backstory to that. Let's talk some NHL playoffs. Uh, we haven't talked Let's too do that much. We, yeah, we haven't talked too much hockey. I picked every single first round matchup wrong. And well, I'm not I mean, even joking. I think I got one of them right. Well, let's face it. Okay, so the Penguins eliminated. We didn't think the Penguins would get eliminated first Washington round. Eliminated. Capitals eliminated in heartbreaking fashion. Golden Knights and Sharks played against each other. Neither of them who we thought would get eliminated, but one of them had to. <laughs> Knights go up 3-1 and then lose and that then lose. series. Wasn't that a double overtime game 7-2? Yes. It was epic. Unreal. Um, uh, that one ends. The final or the the playoffs so far have been crazy and exciting and unexpected. But again, then you had the, I mean, we all could have seen it, but didn't call it the fact that the BJs moved on against the BJs, baby, <laughs> moved on against bam, bam, know, bam, bam, Tampa Bay. Uh, it just, it's been wild. But I, yeah. I like I said, so, I don't think I got a single series right. Or well, no, because won. the the Presidents Cup Trophy winner is out. Every Canadian team is out. Uh, the two defending Stanley Cup playing teams are out. Every division winner is out. It is the most bananas playoffs I have ever it seen. It is the craft in, brood sports of it people. It really left. is. It's just drunk people throwing darts at a board and we're like, yeah, we want the Blue Jackets to proceed. Go ahead. Blue Jackets, you beat. Yeah, you beat the best team in the league. Who gives a shit? Go for it. So now you've got the Blue Jackets and the Bruins, which uh, if you're listening, if you listened earlier, my motherfucker of the week is Boston fans for saying that they still have a chance. So Blue Jackets do us all a favor and end that talk in this series. Please, dear God, I either need the Blue Jackets to win or I need Milwaukee to win their series. One of those two. Milwaukee or Columbus, somebody's got to come just through for me. Just stop Boston. Just stop Boston. That's, That's where we're at. We need to hashtag this episode. Yes. Just stop Boston. Hashtag just stop Boston. Um, <laughs> Three-year anniversary. Hashtag just, just stop, stop Boston. Boston. Yes. Uh, and then uh, on the other side in the East, you got the Islanders and the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes are such a fun team. They were our surrogate team because of all the, the yes, trolling because of the bunch of jerks. The yes, they're Plus, a bunch of jerks. Their owner once owned the AFF at a time. <laughs> uh, Big Joe asking if the Cyclones are still in. They are. The Cyclones have moved on to they round are. two. Um, I think they won in six games in their first round. Uh, Joe and his dad and his family were went to a Cyclones game, mm, one of those I playoff games. They I saw lost. Photos of them. They lost. They uh, they totally jinxed mm, them so on that one. So thanks, Big Joe. <laughs> Could be possible. On the West, you got Colorado and San Jose. I don't care in that one. Go Avalanche. Yeah, whatever. For the spirit of Joe Sack and Peter Forsberg. Okay, fair enough. And then you got Dallas and the Blues. Um, don't care. Don't like St. Louis, so go Dallas. Yeah, I'm gonna say. I'm just gonna uh, say, go Dallas. In this one, I have more vested interest in the Eastern uh, than the than the Western, which is interesting because in the NBA, I've I've got it flipped. I'm more vested in the Western uh, conference because I want Golden State to lose, so cool. I'm more vested in watching that one. Uh, um, but no Canadian teams advance again. Let's let's get to things because we got nine minutes. We've got to <sighs> we've got to get to the polls. We've got to wrap up this beer and we got to say goodbye. Let's do this. Okay, let's do uh, let's do this. Uh, I think this might be the last voicemail here that we got. Fair enough. Oh, Lou the dog. Yo, yo, yo. it's Lou. 
out of retirement for the craft brew crew. Man, these guys get been around three years to the day. Hard to believe given some of the shit they say. You know they had to call me to ring in year three, because with my rip and my rhymes, I drive the ratings up. These guys know I'm the number one pup. Now, Scott and Mike, they started off like they were riding a trike. Now they've graduated barely to a bike. They fell off and skinned a knee, then hired on some help in the form of Go the Goalie. They talk about sports and drink craft brew to about as many listeners as two plus two. Come on, man. That's only four if you're keeping score. Mostly Mike's family and Shitty are core. JB calls to talk hockey and kills the show. If it weren't for me, this really would blow. <laughs> hot rhymes and take no prisoners. I've likely offended all seven listeners. Notre Dame, Damn. the Braves, the Niners, they all suck. And if you disagree, then you're a cuck. But jokes aside, this show ain't stuck. Keep up the hard work and make your own luck. Congrats to the whole CBS team. Scott, Mike, and Joe are living the dream. Hot fire! There it is. Lou the dog leaving his Lou the dog. Uh, Tabari says your boy is about to make me Eminem his Machine Gun Kelly voicemail. Damn! Oh, damn. shots fired! I would like to see. <laughs> I, I want to see a Tabari versus Lou the dog uh, battle rap. Beef? I want to yeah, see it right Let's here see on the it. show. Bring it on! Uh, we'll bring both of them. We'll have them both. We'll call have them in studio. Let's do it. Let's yeah. get both of them in studio. I could meet Tabari. Live. You could be Tabari. All right, That'd fair be enough. Great. Let's get into the poll this week. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, should we do the poll? Yeah. What are we doing? Do are we doing the poll first or do should the we poll. consume it again? Do the poll. Do the poll. Okay, uh, this week's Would You Rather draft edition. Would you rather be a high-round draft pick who busts out of the league after a couple years or a late-round pick who has just that steady career, nobody really knows what's happening, you're just a guy in the NFL for a long time? Scott, what's your pick? I'm going to go high-round pick because at least I get to go up and uh, Get maybe, that cash? Yeah, not only that, I would probably punch the commissioner in the dick. No, you wouldn't. Nah. No, you wouldn't. Well, you wouldn't do it. It sounds good on paper. It does sound good on paper. But I'd uh, probably bro-dab him up and be all saying, yeah. but I get to wear a shiny suit. Dude, right some of these suits this week are awful. They, they are, are god But I mean, that's awful. part of being the first-round draft pick is getting an awful suit and being <sighs> up there. It's terrible. Okay, uh, what about you? I went with the, uh, the low-round pick. I just want to mire around in the league. At least I got a paycheck coming in. It's good money. Even league minimum is good money, so that's what I'm going to take. Uh, let me check Twitter really quick and see where those votes are at. I didn't I didn't plan this out. Where are we at in the draft, by the way? Mm. Somewhere in the on? middle. Not a bunch of obscure names at this point. Already in the first round, I'm like, this draft has gone off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, 58% to 42% have voted and said being the low-round pick that Myers around in the league is the way to go. Oh, wow. Rather than the draft bust. I guess people don't want to be known as the guy that flamed out. Maybe that's what I, it I is. I want to be Jamarcus Russell with some lean in my cup. <laughs> <laughs> Sipping on some scissors. Scissors. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get into Consumer Candid. Consumer Candid brought to you, as always, by Tavor. Download the app. All the beers you can get. Uh, you can't get them around here. 258023 is the code you need to use. Use that code and you're going to get $10 off your second order after you place your first order. Also, brought to you by Morning Recovery. More Labs. Go to morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS and you're going to get 20% off of your order uh, of any non-subscription purchase. Uh, it is a miracle worker. It has helped me survive after show so many times. Go get yourself a six-pack of uh, Morning Recovery 
and uh, survive a night of drinking. This week's beer, Villainous Vic from Odd 13 Brewing. Scott, let's keep it short. Consume it or can it? Consume. Consume. Delicious. Consume it or can it brought to you, as always, by Tavor <laughs> and Morning Recovery. All the best mouthfeels, baby. <laughs> Dude, this is a good beer. The best three-year mouthfeels you could ever it ask for. It is a damn good beer. I liked this one right from the jump, and there was no telling that I was absolutely going to consume this one. All right, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, Scott, <laughs> this has been... A really fun show. I mean, aside from Bronson Arroyo eviscerating everything that I've <laughs> going scorched holy, earth right uh, in the middle of making the show. me feel like a terrible human being. Uh, I just want to say before we uh, sign out here tonight, thank you to all of you that tune in every single week. Thank you all share of the our, show. our callers, our listeners, our fans, uh, the people that reached out to us because you know, hey, three years is a big deal, and we didn't think this was going to make it more than three days, but here we are. Yes, and we have made some real good friends doing this. Uh, the guys from Sports Stand, uh, Greg from Sports Stands, the guys from Scout Team, Blake, Robert Taylor. There are so many good podcasts out there. So do yourself a favor and check out these shows because these guys not only are really entertaining hosts, they're they're just generally good people. So be sure to check them out. Support podcasts, support independent podcasts. Uh, support 12 ounce. 12 ounce sports. That's exactly what I was going <laughs> to go to. Uh, 12 ounce sports gave us a home, gave us a platform to go out thank and, you, 12 and put ounce. this out live every week uh, besides being on Facebook. So thank you so much to 12 ounce for having us. Um, and, and honestly, like thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really... From from Scott and myself, it is awesome. Hey, I, and Joe, uh, and Joe sometimes, uh, <laughs> and Joe sometimes. Uh, it is really awesome to be able to come in here, do dumb shit. Like it's it's just fun to come in here and goof around, talk weird shit, drink hey, beers, and have fun. And most importantly, thank you for our wives and kids for oh letting us God. do this every yes. week. Shout out to uh, you, my beautiful wife. Y'all are the real MVPs. Alex and Cheryl shoulder so much so that we can come drink beer and act stupid. So thank you to, uh, to you too as well. Um, Scott, thanks to you, man. This has been Cheers, brother. an awesome journey so far to three more years. I just spilled a shitload of beer. I just spilled it off too. <laughs> we gotta go. That's, a, that is the most fitting way. thing we've ever done. That is, is spilled beer that is, on uh, ourselves absolutely. at the same time. We gotta go. <laughs> Holy crap. Thank that was the most craft brewed sports thing ever. <laughs> Cheers! Oh, beer in my lap. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate it. Cheers to all of you. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at Crafty Sports. You can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. Follow me at Mike Perla. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie Four. Tell him to get back in here. Washington to Dwayne Haskins. Oh, He's screwed. You dummies. <laughs> uh, sorry, Loud Beard. Your boy's done fucked up on that one. <laughs> Hit up the drunk line, 44037-DRUNK. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. Friends don't let friends be Cowboys or Yankees fans. Peace!
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. 